I'm excited to share. I'm working on some new tools to have available for all my listeners, absolutely free. These are tools that I have used personally. If you haven't stopped by my website lately, I would definitely go over there, check it out as I have three free tools up there right now that have helped me elevate my health so that I can make more money. I've gotten some great feedback so far and I could not literally be happier that these are helping people like us change their lives. So I am always looking to create new tools to help all of us win bigger. So make sure you keep tuning in or drop by the site. Let's make sure to also be connected on Instagram or LinkedIn. Now let's get back to it and enjoy the show. Welcome to the business of being healthy, where we are passionate about treating our health as good as we treat our wealth. Shelly Bryan here, and I am obsessed with sharing real life experiences and wisdom to help save you time, heartache, and money as you continue to grow personally and professionally. Twice a week, we push aside that BS to take massive intentional action. And I promise by tuning in, you will receive the straightforward talk you've been waiting for, filled with actionable steps that will inspire you to achieve the health and wealth you desire while you are building your empire. All right. Well, welcome back to another episode here on the business of being healthy. I am really excited about today, like business and health. Burnout is one of those topics that absolutely comes to mind. Now, what most people think is like, oh, Shelly's going to talk about like eating right or going and working out or all of that. No, I'm actually going to talk about delegation and outsourcing. And I have the perfect guest on today to really help us just think maybe a little bit differently about lightening that load that we carry around that can lead to burnout. So I am so excited to have Christy Yoder on. She is the founder and CEO of Smart VAs, and she is also the host of the Master Delegator podcast, where she teaches entrepreneurs and leaders how to grow their business by delegating. Now, she has a really unique story and coming to America, living in a very cold climate from a tropical climate. I'm sure there's going to be some fun stories there. But what I also love is the resiliency that I think we're going to hear today. So Christy, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to have a conversation with you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, this is a topic just like delegation. I think as business owners, think as moms sometimes, I, I think just life, sometimes we go, no, I can do it best. No, I got it. I don't want to delegate that. I don't want to give this up or let go of this control. And then it keeps falling on us and falling on us and falling on us. And so all of that stress can build up. And if you guys know my story, stress is something that I'm very sensitive to, right? It left me blind in one eye when we don't manage it. And being able to delegate is an important skill that can be learned. So Christy, before we dive in here, because I know this conversation is going to be so great, share a little bit about you and how you came to create Smart VAs. Yeah, well, I will take you back um, to the time when I was still in the Philippines. 
So I moved to the States in 2019. But in 2017, I met my husband, which was my boyfriend back then. And he's from the States. You know, he's American. And he visited the Philippines three times for one year. Um, But we were friends for a couple of years before we started dating. And then the third time he visited, he proposed to me. And we both share the same faith. And in our quote-unquote religion, you know, when when you start dating somebody, it's marriage already. And at that time, I was 28 years old and he was 28 years old as well. So we're of the same age. So we're like very ready to get married already. We're like um, financially stable, um, although we didn't have a lot, but we're like so ready to get married already. So he proposed to me and then he told me that he didn't want to live in the Philippines. He's not ready at least to live in the Philippines because the lifestyle there and the kind of living is very different from what we have here in the States. Um, So he was actually uh joking around and he told me that um the united states was kind of like earth one and the philippines was like earth two because it's like very different totally opposite and so when we talk about you know starting our own family i told myself i told my husband that i didn't want to be so busy working for a company and not have that freedom and flexibility to go out with my friends to spend time with my loved ones or just sim- or to just simply cook breakfast for my kids or for my husband and cook dinner or or eat you know at the dining table with them so i already had that vision in my head even though even though i wasn't married yet at that at at that time so knowing what i really want and how i want to build my life i started taking actions And the first step that I took was to, of course, quit my job because I'm going to be moving to the States, you know, in in, in 2019. And so I told my husband that if I want to have freedom and flexibility, I need to be the one controlling my schedule, controlling even my decisions, you know, Um, although me and my husband, we make decisions, you know, together. But I don't want somebody to tell me what I need to do or to tell me what I'm going to be doing at eight o'clock in the morning, what I'm going to be eating or what I'm going to be what I'm going to be wearing, you know, to go to work. And so I told my husband, I need to find a job that I'm going to be able to sustain what I want for myself and for, you know, my family. And so I started freelancing and I didn't know that I was considered a virtual assistant at that time already because. I think in 2017, virtual assistants are not that popular yet, at least for me. Maybe I just didn't know. But I started freelancing. I started reaching out to people on Instagram. I still remember this one business that I reached out to on Instagram. They own a marketing agency. They're based out of Canada. And I reached out to them on Instagram very desperately because I didn't really know how to like connect with people, connect with business owners, how to pitch myself, yada, yada. And so I sent this agency a message on Instagram and I said, hey, my name is this, Christy Yoder, and I'm a, I'm, I can do social media for you or any admin tasks. You know, I'm looking for a client. And after a couple of days, the owner of the agency replied to my message and he's like, yeah, let's set up a meeting. <laughs> and I was like, mind blown. I was like, 
why did you why did you even read my message? You know, it was it, it sounded so desperate because I didn't know any better. You know, I didn't know any kind of marketing during that time. And so we uh, scheduled a meeting and he kind of asked me what I can do. And we got to know each other. And he was my first client as a virtual assistant. And so um, the very cool thing is up until now, 2017 to 2023, they're still our client. And, and that is because of the relationship that I was able to build with the owner of the agency. And so I moved to the States as a virtual assistant. I was able to connect with a lot of business owners. I was able to, quote unquote, please my clients by providing great results. And so they kept on adding to my plate and I couldn't say no to them because I was I am still a people pleaser, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> yeah. I couldn't say no to them because I don't want people to feel rejected because I feel like if somebody would say no to me, I would feel rejected. So I didn't want them to get that kind of feeling. And so I kept on saying, yes, I can do that. And I kept on accepting new clients as well, because I don't want to say no to new opportunities. Like, hey, I just moved to the States. Like, I, I, I need to make it rain. You know, I need to to make a to make an income out of the living you know that that I currently have at that time and so I said yes to everything and then I got burned out I got so stressed and overwhelmed the very thing the very reason why I started becoming a virtual assistant which which is to provide for my family or to spend time with my husband the very reason why I started freelancing that thing alone, I wasn't able to do when I was starting out my business because I kept on saying yes. And so I I told myself, well, if I couldn't say no and I didn't want to lose these opportunities, then I got to do something, right? I need to take actions. So I, I reached out to a couple of my friends in the Philippines to work with me part-time to help me with my clients' projects. And then I started hiring my first ever full-time virtual assistant. And that first ever full-time virtual assistant that I hired, guess what? That was Regine. And I'm sure you have met her, right? Yeah. Regine was so awesome. And so from hiring a full-time virtual assistant in 2019 um, to 2023 now, we are a team of 70 plus virtual assistants. And that is because I know what I want for myself. I have a vision of how I want myself to be in the next three or five years. I have a vision for my business and a vision for my team members as well. And I think that is very important for a business owner to have because even, even me, you know, although I am an agency owner and it's a virtual assistant agency, I have limiting beliefs when it comes to delegation. But my vision is greater than those limiting beliefs. And I know that if I start to loosen up a little bit, you know, and start delegating some of the tasks that I think I'm good at, but not really, there are other people who can do it better than me. You know, I know that it's worth it. It's worth eating up my ego. If that's even a term, <laughs> I don't know. If it, that's is. No. it is. It is. It's worth swallowing my pride. I think that's the right term. <laughs> I think either one. I I think me and our <laughs> listeners are right along there with you, Chrissy. And you know, I loved you sharing your story. And I think it's important for 
people to hear this because for a few different reasons, like one, I just love that you had that vision of where you wanted to go and you made, well, it was, I want to use the word sacrifice, but I don't know that that's the correct word because you came to opportunities, but you sacrificed what you knew, right? Which was the Philippines and your family and your friends and close and moved to an entirely different country, right? So making those big shifts in life and in business while incredibly scary, it's like you had to take that leap of faith or else you wouldn't be where you are right now. The other part that I loved, and this is what I want kind of everyone, I mean, there's so much good in that story that you just shared, Christy, but one of the things that I loved is you just like took action. You were like, I don't really know how I'm going to make money, but I have these skills. Let me send a couple DMs and just like, I'm going to say it all wrong, right? We we don't have the perfect like messaging or what have you. I'm going to say it all wrong, but I'm just going to like throw myself out there. And I know that me, myself and I, I get like perfectionism and I'm like, nope, can't do it. Not good. Can't post this. Can't send this. I said that wrong. You just did it. And like, you still have that same client from 2017 to now, which is incredible, but it was that relationship that you built. And I think it was probably a little bit of that vulnerability that you kind of brought them along with you in your business. How many of you guys listening in right now, whether it's in your career, right? Going up through the ranks, climbing that corporate ladder and, or building a business, you still have some of those people that you first hired on your team. They're not with you because of the money, because guess what? They can go get money elsewhere. They're with you because of that business and, or excuse me, that relationship that they have created with you or you have created with them. And so I love you sharing that. Also bringing it from, I I love it. Like you were the virtual assistant, but then you had a virtual assistant, right? That something is I think as, as business owners, and and you heard me say this in the beginning, like, no, only I can do it. I'm the only one that can do it. And then you start bringing someone on that maybe takes a little piece of your daily pie and you're like, oh, I feel so much better. Okay. Maybe I can give them a little bit more. You were doing that naturally. And you created this company where now you have 70, seven zero, if you guys didn't catch that VAs working on your team, which is incredible. So Christy, just first off, like there's so many little nuances and I'm glad that you went back to the beginning because there were so many little nuances and there's more, but for sake of time, we're going to keep moving forward. There's so many more little nuances that I hope you're giving yourself credit for, because that is something that I think we can all relate to, whether it's climbing that corporate ladder and, or building a team, building a business that it's like, holy cow, what am I doing? And then, oh, it worked. Oh, why are they still with me? You know, wow, look at my team now, all these little things. So thank you for sharing that, Chrissy. Thank you so much for letting me share that with your audience. (laughs) Yeah, no, absolutely. So I want to dive in here a little bit, Chrissy, because we talk about like delegating, right? And it sounds so easier than, than maybe we feel like it can be done. What are some of the pitfalls now that you've been, I mean, you have a team of 70, so obviously you have the clientele to support all of that. What have been some of the kind of more, um, I I guess, more consistent pitfalls you see when someone wants to bring on a VA, they want to delegate, but then there's like something 
that maybe inhibits the success of that delegation? Wow. There's actually a lot, but on top of my head right now, the most common mistake that business owners do is they delegate too late. Mm. They hire somebody when they are already losing business. They think that when they hire a virtual assistant and it, it can be just, you know, it can be an employee as well or a, a team member. It doesn't have to be a virtual assistant. They think that when they hire somebody to help them in the business, they think that that person is going to be the fairy godmother who's going to be able to fix everything in the business. And because they have that kind of mindset, they get frustrated because it's not the reality. You know, and that's why I always tell people that when you hire a virtual assistant, you don't hire because you already need one. You hire because it's part of your business plan. So if you're listening to this episode and you're just starting out a business or if you're you're planning to, to run a business or to start a business, when you create your business plan, and I hope that you do create a business plan, you know, you, if, you, if you're going to have a business, you need to, to plan it out, right? You know, it doesn't have to be 100% perfect, you know, because most business plans, you know, they don't really go as planned, but at least you have a roadmap to success. So my suggestion is to integrate virtual assistant in your business plan. Know that after maybe six months of or a year in the business, you have, you can anticipate, you can project that after a year of you being in the business, you already have enough client, enough uh, profit to add a team member. So, so, so that's one, you know, most business owners, they think that when they hire a virtual assistant, they think that a VA can fix everything for them. Second is they think that when they hire a virtual assistant, they think that the virtual assistant does not need any kind of Even if you hire a virtual assistant that is very, very skilled, that has, let's say, 10 or 20 years of industry experience, your virtual assistant may have worked with other 20 other businesses, but your business is very unique to you. And that's why you need to train your virtual assistant on how you want a specific task done right as you would. And that's actually one of the reasons why other business owners, they don't want to let go because they think that they're the only ones who can do better at the task. And that's because they don't think about training the virtual assistant to do it, you know, their their own way. And so that's that's one. And then the second is they don't have the right systems and processes in place. They think that when they hire a virtual assistant, the virtual assistant will be the one to take care of the systems and processes in place and the tools, which is very not true because when you hire a virtual assistant, you need to keep in mind that you need to set your VA up for success. You need to be ready. You need to make sure that you have a standard operating procedure. And at Smart VAs in my agency, we're very big on SOPs. And it's not that we're going to say no 
to to businesses who don't have SOPs. We're gonna explain to them the, the importance of SOPs, and we're gonna help them build that. So it's important that that a business has SOPs for every task that they want to delegate to a virtual assistant. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be very corporate. Kind of like, um, I don't know about you, but I work for corporate companies for like so many years. And when they create their standard operating procedures, they have like section one, section two, you know? So it doesn't have to look very corporate-ish. It can be as simple as just typing the step-by-step instructions on how you post on social media, or you can even, you know, walk through your VAs, use a tool called Loom, L-O-O-M, and screen record your your screen and walk through your VA on how you want something done the way you would done it. So um, I think that's very important. Those three things are very important for businesses to know because it will make or break not just the relationship with the VA, but their business, because the virtual assist, your virtual assistant, when you hire one, they may not not have a big impact in your sales or your revenue. They have a big impact on your time, energy, health, including mental and physical health, because the biggest ROI that your virtual assistant can give you is not monetarily. Mm-hmm. It's your time and your health, your well-being. You know, I think that's something that, you know, was coming up as you were just just sharing right now, Christy, is expectations, mm. right? Is setting expectations not only for whoever we hire, right? Like whether it is a virtual assistant or another team member, we also, we have to set expectations for ourselves too. So we have to set expectations for who we're bringing on as part of the team and everybody. When those expectations are not set, that's when problems occur, you know, and I love that you brought up the fact, um, you know, my husband and I, we were just talking about this with our construction company is, you know, we're at this tipping point of bringing on someone else for the field. And, you know, there's this thing that always kind of comes in our mind of like hire when it hurts. Right. And well, I can argue that, but I also have taken that approach and it hurt too much, right? It hurt the revenue. It hurt our timeliness. It hurt in stress. And so I actually, we're, we're doing this much more systematically this time when, as we scale, because I don't want it to hurt. I want it to actually flow and be seamless when it's hurting. It's too late. And maybe that's where it is for like you listening in right now, a virtual assistant, we're talking very business focused, but I know people that have virtual assistants to handle a lot of their personal home tasks too. So it's not like, and, and that could just be an assistant. You know what I mean? Like the, when we're talking, we're talking very business, Christy and I are very business focused on this, but it's any part of your life. When it starts hurting, that's where we start seeing like the burnout. That's where we start seeing the stress and the effects of it. And so recognizing that before or forecasting, I think is so important. Setting those expectations, like you said, is, is key, is key to any success with an employee. You know, um, I had a restaurant back in the day and I had 24 employees and that was the, like, if they, didn't remember anything from the day. It was the expectation. I was so crystal clear on the expectations because of previous experiences that I had. So, um, I, I 
truly believe what you're saying there when it comes to, to setting expectations. And then the last one, Christy, is setting up those SOPs. You know, one thing that I can tell you that we are doing right now, and maybe you listening in can relate to this, is sometimes you don't realize the things that you're doing, right? You're doing it and you're like, no one else can do this. This is actually, and and I would even recommend, and you can bring on a VA to do this. You could bring on a friend, you could bring on a mentor, but have them help really extract that system that you're doing that you don't even recognize you're doing, but is so instrumental to your business. So like right now with Chris, the way that he manages construction projects and everything, that system, I'm actually the one extracting it from him because he does not realize what he's doing. He doesn't realize how he is so good as far as timeliness of staying within budget and client communications. I'm extracting that from him so that we can build the system so that we can scale. And so I love that you're kind of bringing up these things. And this is what's neat too, when you partner with, you know, team members, virtual assistants is they have experience with other businesses. And so they've seen some stuff that they're like, "Eh, we don't want to let any of our clients do this again. So um, what Christy just shared with us was truly like real world examples real world. Yeah, exactly. And I love what you said about um, delegation is not just for business owners. It's also for somebody who doesn't have a business, you know, like every everyone needs to, to delegate. And I just want to share a little bit um, to kind of give an, like, an overview to, to the listeners on how we can delegate even within our house you know mm-hmm. like I don't go to the grocery store anymore unless I really need to I use a platform to deliver my groceries to me and imagine how much time you can save you know not doing your groceries and having somebody deliver that to you I mean for some people they enjoy they enjoy grocery shopping and that's okay you know that can be something that helps their mental health and you know that's all right but to me when I go to the grocery store takes me like three hours it doesn't only um it doesn't only rob me of three hours of my time I spend a lot as well because I tend to buy things that are that I don't need. Even though I have a list already, I buy things like, oh, this is new groceries. I delegate within within our household. And second is um you you delegation is not all about delegate delegating to someone or to a human being. I have a dog, a golden retriever. He sheds a lot. And, and it it it's making me go crazy when I see hair on the floor and our flooring is wood. So you can like really see clearly, you know, whenever there's a piece of dog's hair there. So I told my husband, there was one Saturday, I noticed that I kept on vacuuming the floor and mopping the floor every Saturday. I told my husband while I was washing the dishes, I told him, you know what? I don't want to do to vacuum the floor and mop the floor every Saturday. Saturdays should be my break time, you know, because that's the time I don't work for my business. So I told him, we need to get a vacuum robot. (laughs) So we got one. I don't vacuum anymore. I just rely on that robot. So delegation is not all about just 
delegating to a virtual assistant or to a human being, you can find ways on how you can make your life easier by utilizing other tools, kind of like the vacuum robot. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. You know, I mean, delegation comes in so many forms. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that story. And and there's, you know, obviously the the famous book by Tim Ferriss for our work week. We'll link that. Read that one. He like it, he is known for this. And I love his use of basically leveraging time. That is mm-hmm. essentially what he is doing is leveraging time. And that's the one thing that all of us, Christy, have exactly the same. We all have exactly the same per day. Now we don't we we all have different times here on earth. That being said, each day we only have those 24 hours within the day. And so how we prioritize, how we delegate, how we manage, I how we automate right? Bring in, you know, um, the vacuum robot, AI, <laughs> virtual assistants, like all of these different tools are going to help us leverage our time so much better. So if you could, Christy, because I'm going to, I'll share an, an example right now, because I think it's, everyone has different feelings on virtual assistants. Let's get real. Everyone has very different feelings on virtual assistants. Some are like, no way. Some are like, cool, I'm going to pay someone $4 like to do this project that I hate. Um, someone is like, oh my gosh, they totally took all my passwords, changed everything, did everything. Like, It, it, it is definitely um, all over the place how people feel about virtual assistants. And I will tell you, you know, Chris has hired... My husband, Chris, those of you listening in, he has hired virtual assistants singularly and he has had to manage them. He has had to, you know, manage paying them, manage the task, manage their output, manage everything. And it actually kind of added to his workload while it helped with a task that he couldn't do. It actually added a little bit more. Now, I actually use smart VAs for a different business originally um, before the podcast and the construction company for a different business. And we use smart VAs. And there was like one key thing that smart VAs does that I think everyone should look for when they bring on VAs, right? So we're going to talk specifically about smart VAs right now, but please know this is not a paid podcast. This is real. This is raw. This is, this is like, I'm just putting the cards face up. Christy, we're going to talk about it is the project manager. So Christy, if you could, because this is a deciding factor and I want you guys listening in right now, if you're thinking about bringing on a VA team, I want you to think about some of the things that we're going to talk about right now. So Christy, you didn't always, right? You started with one VA, Regine, right? And then you started growing and then you started adding project managers and then it was the building the teams. And, and so this has evolved. Your business has evolved to really meet the need of the client. Right. Can you help share how that evolution took place and why you did it, right? So we are actually talking to a, a personal VA right now that has now built a team of VAs. Yeah, that is such a good question. Thank you for um, asking me that. And I would really be open to sharing why I made it that way, mm-hmm. why our business model is like that. And that is because I experienced it firsthand. As I was building the business, 
So I hired my first full-time VA. I kept on adding more VAs. I told myself, I don't have enough time to oversee all of them. You're not just going to oversee their tasks. You're also going to oversee each individual team member because they're human beings. And when you deal with human beings, you need to make sure that you have a good working relationship with them. And you have to make sure that they are, that you are taking care of them. Because if you're not, if you just keeps on, if you, if you, if, if you keep on delegating tasks to them without relationship, you won't be able to keep that VA. And so again, first, I didn't have enough time to oversee the tasks and to oversee the people. And I didn't have enough time in a day, even just in a week to meet with them one-on-one for coaching because you have to give feedback. You need to make sure that you help them grow as well. And so I told myself, we need somebody else um, to, to handle my team members aside from me or instead of me. That's probably the better term because if I do everything in the business, I will lose it. You know, I will not be able to focus on the things that matter the most in my business, which is what I was um, handling during that time. And I'm still handling them at the moment. I'm the one focused on sales and marketing. And so I cannot do sales, marketing and operations. And so I thought, and so we kept, we kept on adding uh, leader, uh, leader, leadership members um, who can oversee our team members. And I realized that if me, the business owner, can do those things, you know, oversee them and monitor the tasks, I'm pretty sure our clients don't have the time in a day to do that as well. And so I met with uh, my core team, uh, which was during that time, it was just Regine. And so um, it happened so naturally, actually. Um, Regine knew the need for having project leaders to help to help our, our clients. And because we saw the need, we took action. I know I kept on saying actions or taking actions, you know, because I am an action-oriented person. I'm a solution-oriented person. So when I see a pain, a problem, I have a tendency to, to fix it or provide solution to that um, immediately. And so that's why we have a project leader who can oversee the task or the projects of our clients, because we don't want them to worry about that. Kind of like what you said, you know, what your husband experienced. Yes, he's delegating to a virtual assistant, but but managing the VA has added extra stress to him because it's a lot. And so we want to take that stress away from clients or from businesses. That's why we assign a team of virtual assistants plus a project leader at no extra cost so that our client can live a life with freedom and flexibility. Real quick, if you can think about how you found out about this podcast, somebody probably shared it with you, told you about it, or maybe you saw it on an Instagram story. Currently, the only way this grows is through word of mouth. I don't sell any ads or sponsorships right now, so my only ask to you is that you continue to pay it forward. However you found out about this podcast, that you do the exact same thing for someone else. So if it is leaving a review, sharing it in your stories, 
literally, if you do that, it would mean the world to me and definitely throw some good karma out there for you and another entrepreneur. Just to summarize really quickly, what Christy shared is, you know, through her experience of growing her business, which happens to be virtual assistance, but growing her business, she saw a need and filled a need, right? Saw a pain point, provided a solution. And again, more often than not, people that have poor experiences with virtual assistance, and these are based upon conversations that I've had with other business owners. I have no study to share or anything like that, but these are conversations that I've had with other business owners is that like they take it upon themselves. They're like, okay, I see the value in a VA. I'm going to go hire one. Oh my gosh, it's so cheap. I'm just going to go get this one. They can take off this little task that I hate doing. Well, now they are managing, you know, everything like a new employee. So a virtual assistant can be like a new employee, right? Which can cause more. You have to set expectations. You have to provide the SOPs. You have to monitor, you have to pay them. You have to do all of this. It is no different. Now, Here's the difference and why I have chose chosen to work with smart VAs is because of that project leader, that project manager mm-hmm. is, you know, I, on, on the team right now, I have four VAs and my project leader. It, it would be like four new employees. And so I thought, you know what? This is more valuable to me to have that project leader and develop the relationship, not only with the team, but with that project manager. This is very similar, you guys, everyone listening in, this is very similar when you think about corporate structure. And listen, I'm the first person to be like, I hate corporate America, corporate America sucks, blah, 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 based upon my experience. I'm not here to say that. What I am here to say is the systems. Now running multiple businesses, I can see the systems of why corporations have to do this. Certain mentors that I have, I can see when they are growing a business from three to five to 10 to a hundred million, why they have to have certain levels of leadership to be able to come down. Because as you're growing the business, you only have so much time and you need to have the person that can lead a team below you you still have interaction with them, but that's, it's not your job to lead them. That's the project leader, project manager to be able to do that. So that's like going, you know, from your executive level to your director level, to your management level, to your core team boots on the ground. And so that same process is essentially what you're doing when you hire a VA team. Do you have that middle level management Or are you that middle level management? So you have to pick which one you want to manage. Now, I just use the word manage a lot. I get it. But I hope that you, if there was any confusion, go back to the last couple minutes and really take that away. If you are thinking about bringing on a virtual assistant and or even scaling with employees, like start thinking about like what you want to manage. That will help make decisions for you on how you hire and in what ways you hire. So I I really love that you shared that because I think it's an important thing that we think scales systems like go, 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 but we don't necessarily think about the processes until it's like too late and it's hurting. And you're, we're like, Holy cow, I'm spread so thin. I got, I brought on all these people, all these virtual assistants, and now I'm actually working harder than I was before. Mm -hmm. So 
Um, I think that's a really important piece to bring on. Now, what I'd like to transmit transition over to is something that, you know, we we've talked a lot about like, what are some major, you know, misses on bringing on virtual assistants? Why hiring individual virtual assistants versus a team or, or a system in place like smart VAs. But Christy, I almost want to take a different perspective now. And maybe even you could think back to that first client that you had, right? That you still have the Canadian marketing company. I want you to talk about, because I know that you've run, most likely run, um, you know, kind of annual reviews, been able to see I want you to share kind of the the good now. We always want to talk about like the problems and like, here's how to solve the problem. But I want to talk about that end feeling because if you could think of maybe one or two clients, Christy, that you've been able to see them go, holy cow, I now have time to make dinner for my family. Oh my gosh, I don't feel like death at the end of my day because I have a team. So if you could share a few of those stories, I think that's what we we all need to see and kind of hear sometimes to help us develop what that vision is when we, when we scale and bring on teams. Right. And that is, that is a good um, question. Really. I have, we have a lot of clients who were able to live their lives with intention. And I think that is um, the key. If you want to have freedom and flexibility, you have to be intentional about it. And I think with my very first client, I'm the Canadian agency owner. He doesn't just have one agency or one business. He has three or four more businesses. And so he started delegating to us um, his tasks for one of his agencies. And after uh, a couple of years, he started bringing on some of his clients and some of some of his Uh, businesses. And he has referred a lot of people to us already. And that is because that guy, that person, that business owner, he was intentional. So I think, you know, I can, I can talk about a lot of the um, experience of a a lot of our clients experience, but I think it all boils down to one thing, living with intention. Um, because even if you are a virtual assistant and you're not intentional about what you want and you're not taking action, it, it's going to be a waste of your resources. And so this Canadian guy that 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 was my first client and he is still our client, he's able to go on vacation in Hawaii. Although I'm not his virtual assistant anymore, and we don't keep in touch that much, you know, we don't catch up all the time. Um, I probably just met with him twice since 2019 and he's been talking to my team members. And so I've been seeing his posts on Instagram and Facebook. He was able to go on vacation, not just for the five days, but for a couple of weeks. He was able to run his business profitably, all of his businesses. Although I don't have, you know, the numbers with me right now, of course, they don't share that with us, but I am able to see that his business is flourishing because of hiring team members. And third, he is a family guy. I love seeing that he's able to send his kids to school. He has three kids right now. And I love that he's 
he's intentional about spending time with them. And I think that is the most important thing when you hire a team member or when you start your own business. What do you really want to achieve? You know, because if you don't want, if you don't know what you want for your life or for your business, you're not going to be able to get that. You're not going to be able to achieve that. And you have to be intentional and plan it out, plan it out. Uh, now, for our other for our other clients, it's the same thing. Similar story, but of course, different situation. But most of them, they now have peace of mind. And they don't have peace of mind to the point where they don't get stressed. Stress is normal. You know, it's, inevit- it's inevitable for us to experience. But having, they have peace. Not because they don't get get stressed, but they have peace because they trust the people that they are working with. You know, just like what I told you at the beginning of our conversation today, you shared how you're happy with my team and all that kind of stuff. And I said, well, yes, you know, uh, we're we're very committed to providing results to our clients and we're very uh, relation-based. You know, we love building relationships with our clients, but that is not because we just want to keep them. That's because we really want to see them grow as a person and as a business owner. And that's why most of our clients right now are experiencing peace of mind. Again, not because they don't get stressed or overwhelmed, overwhelmed, you know, they can manage stress and overwhelm. Is that the right term? Overwhelm, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, they can manage stress and overwhelm because... They know they have a team of virtual assistants that they can rely on, that they can depend on. I think that's like one of the the biggest thing. Like we start a business, we climb the the ladder, we we do these things. I mean, sometimes listen, I get it. I'm be real honest here. There's sometimes I'm like, dang, I just want that accolade, right? I want the trophy, I want the pat on the back. But really when you dig down and now like, you know, raising a family and really thinking towards the future, it's, yeah, the accolade was great, but that feeling afterwards of reaching that was so short lived. And so having the time to spend with my kids, having the time and the financial means to be able to go on the vacations, have the, create the memories for them is really what it's all about. And so while we can sit here and be like, yay, virtual assistants, the most amazing thing, bring them on. It's, it has to be right for you and it has to be intentional, right? How do we want to do this? How do we want it to look so that we can create the life that we want? And so I love that you brought out or just brought up that whole focus on intention, And I think that even brings it back to setting expectations, hiring the team, building the business. What do we want it to look like? And so I just love that you shared that with with us. And I think it's, I mean, I think it's something that honestly doesn't get talked about enough. Right. Yeah. You know, it's it's like we want to build the business, we want to scale, we we want to, we want to, but do we? Right? Like really, but do we? really what we want is time and freedom and financial means. That's really what it comes down to. And I know that a few of my mentors, it's, it's all about freedom, having that freedom. And that's what we essentially talked about in the beginning, Christy, 
is why you created the business. You quit your job in the Philippines to come up here, right? With your husband and you wanted freedom. And so if freedom is something that you desire to, which most of us do, virtual assistants, bringing on the team, scaling, creating the systems might create that freedom for you. But what it more or less does is it creates the opportunity for intention so that you can build the business that you want. So Chrissy, I just like this conversation. I know that we could like go on for hours because this, we could really get into the weeds here, but I wanted to bring Christy on this first time because I recently have had so many, like I I shared so many different feelings about virtual assistants and, and quite honestly, I think I'm the only one that says anything positive. Everyone else that I've talked about virtual assistants has only negative experiences. And so I wanted to have this conversation just to kind of spread, you know, not that like, I like smart virtual assistants. I I do use smart virtual assistants, but it's, it's more the way that I am using them is creating the life that I want. And so whether you use smart virtual assistants, which I will make sure to have a link below in the notes so that you guys can all get connected with them. But it's, it's that having that intention, learning from each other. I love that you gave us personal examples today, Chrissy. And I just want to thank you so much from like building your business, which just happens to be a virtual assistant business, but it was still so relevant to all of us listening in. So thank you. You're welcome. I'm glad that I'm here and I'm glad that I'm able to add value to your audience. Yes, absolutely. Hopefully. Yes, you did. You did. Now, um, real quick, Christy, what's the best way for everyone to, you know, follow along with you, get in contact with you? Yeah, um, you can go to my website, which is, I I think, the easiest way because my agency's website name is pretty long. (laughs) So my website, it's very simple, simple, Christy, K-R-I-S-T-Y, Yoder, Y-O-D-E-R.com, ChristyYoder.com. And you can find the links to my to my Instagram, Facebook, and to my agency. And I have quite a few freebies on there as well if you want to learn more how to hire a virtual assistant. Absolutely. Thank you so much. We will definitely do that. I'm also going to link one of your guides in our 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 free guide on how to hire a virtual assistant. I'll link that in the show notes too. We will absolutely link the website so that you can find her. But Christy, thank you so much for sharing your story. And um, I think the story is going to evolve into maybe another episode here in the future. Cool. I'm excited. You're such an awesome host. Thank you so much. Oh gosh, you're welcome. Thank you guys. And if you loved this episode and maybe even you've heard a friend kind of had a bad experience with virtual assistants or maybe think about hiring, you know, a virtual assistant. Absolutely. I would love the share. As you know, the sharing, the word of mouth, that is how this podcast is growing right now. So thank you so much for doing that. And don't forget to tune in twice a week. 